Hello everyone and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It. Hazardous materials, usually Cam is the one who is here to host this show, but he is off on sabbatical, on assignment He's in foggy on the San Francisco. Coast. You better believe he is getting avocado toast right now, folks. <laughs> if you can believe it. And if you can believe it. It is another sunny 70-degree day in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> That's where Cam is right now. He's listening to the David Lynch Weather Report live. Uh, yeah, he's with David Lynch. That's, that's really right all there. we sent him to do. We sent yep. him there to record uh, David Lynch from outside his home with, a, with like <laughs> one of those uh, long mics. Um, but it's just seven I today. Uh, Alex could not be fucked to be on this episode, and if you've read the title, you know why him. already. Um, no. And I personally, I don't blame him. I, I don't blame him at all. There's your he is yeah. Like Seb, you and I are sitting here having forced ourselves through hours of this game. And do you think your life was enriched at all by the experience? It depends on what you mean by enriched. <laughs> I I think it is valuable to like as a Sonic fan to know how this game is but i did not need to play it to know mm. how it was you probably didn't no i feel like uh it would not it's not very hard to figure out why people don't like this game yeah. if you've seen like a second of footage or looked up a soundtrack rip on youtube that's all you really need you don't even need anything <laughs> super complicated yeah um but hazardous materials is the show where we touch the hot stove for you our loving listeners and patrons and um, in the interest of theming, I thought that this month it would be good to uh, visit a Sonic-related hazmat subject because we, <laughs> because we had our uh, Sonic OVA and Sonic Quiz episode uh, hosted lovingly by Seb. Um, That's me. And um, uh, especially because we could not continue uh, on to our regular uh, topic episode, numbered episode, which is on Taskmaster. That will be next week when Cam comes back. Um, but uh, this Sonic game is the, it's not the go-to. When people talk about bad Sonic games, there's a lot of ones that people are, are excited to talk about. You got your Sonic 06, you know, your like barely working, uh, like staple together console launch mess you know uh which would they hyped that one up yes i don't they, feel like they hyped very high this very, up. very high profile uh they're like it's like got a day talk. night cycle people like to talk about sonic and the secret rings because it was another high profile one for the wii you have like uh it's got some very interesting ideas of how a character should move in 3d do you know how um, i know how the game stop in groton or when they opened because they still have the poster from yeah. Sonic and the Secret Rings, yeah, for, and it's all faded by the sunlight. And at, yeah, and at the time, it was still called Sonic Wildfire, which was its code name. God, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got stuff like that. You've got like a more traditional 3D, blue rat, moving forward kind of game, and it's bad. And like this is where you get like, you know, people with their YouTube essays going, Sonic has had a rough time in the 2000s, and let's take a look at one of their games. And, like, you know, <laughs> oh, what's this fucking load of bullshit? And, like, they jump off a cliff, and it's like, wow, I can't believe this came out. What was Mario doing at the time? They show a great picture of Mario Galaxy. Wow, can you believe Sega ate this much shit? Uh, this is not, like, people's go-to when you think of Bad Sonic game most of the time. Despite it being on the money printer of the 2000s the ds like this is sonic chronicles the dark brotherhood 
Horrible name. Yeah. Also, I, I cannot. Buy a money printer company, Bioware. At the time, yeah. Yeah. They lost their reputation over time. Actually, they were just about to enter the peak right before their fall because part of the reason this game is so bad, um, Bioware doing a Sonic RPG. Now, with modern eyes, you can look at that sentence and go, well, yeah, of course it was going to suck shit. But at the time, they had a, a proven track record. Um, and it was like special to have an American studio doing a Sonic thing, even though that's happened a couple times before. Um, and, uh, you know, especially someone like Byler, it's like, wow, Sonic's going to get like real dialogue where he doesn't just say, let's get that Eggman and like things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you know, it's an interesting kind of historical point to look at, to be like, wow, I can't believe they're doing this. But there are a few reasons I wanted to look at this. Um, this game, to me, might be the most interesting Sonic failure. Uh, it's got massive hubris. It is tied up in the, uh, e- the another story of another EA grave digging, which has ha- which is mm-hmm. so many bad games are. Um, it's and I think we're gonna ch- attempt to avoid him, um, but it's also got. Ties Ken, to Ken yes, Penders. Ken Penders. Actually, you know what? Seb, I would like to get that out of the way right at the beginning. So okay. let me uh, say that during our Sonic OEA episode, we brought up a writer for the Sonic comics several times by the name of Ken Penders, who designed a bunch of stupid-looking echidna characters that fucking suck. Yep. But he did it for years. He was on Sonic, the, the comic. For, for most of the run. For most of the run. Um, and he designed all these fucking stupid shit, stupidly, stupid-looking echidna characters. And... Uh, during the development of this game, uh, some influence was most likely taken from those comics to, uh, design some of the characters. Yeah. Because there were, uh, there was, there is another Echidna tribe like Knuckles, like Knuckles' tribe from Sonic Adventure 1 before they got genocided. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, are, you know, in... They, so, they, you've got okay. like another. You've got another kidna tribe in this game that is not dissimilar to ones that were created in the comic. But that is pretty much only because they, look they are generic. They are generic yeah. as all hell. Anyone they could look, design those. If you told, if I had never knew what they generic. looked like, I could have designed them. Yeah. Um. But uh, this game, after it came out and after it was a flop, uh, this writer who did not work on the comic anymore at the time, Ken Penders, uh, is like, hey. You fuckers, you stole my idea. And Sega and Archie are just like, oh, God, whatever, who cares? We're just going to ignore this. Mm -hmm. And they ignored it. And they ignored it for so long that it became a problem. It became a legal problem. So when they finally had to address it, uh, Archie Comics tries to say, hey, look, Ken Penders, you fucking asshole. You did all this shit under a work-for-hire contract, so you don't own these characters you're trying to claim ownership of. But they can't produce the contract. So they they produced... A photocopy of one from a couple years after he started. So mm. they did produce it, but they produced the wrong one, and the court could not admit a photocopy mm-hmm. into evidence. But this is so funny because, like, it should never have gotten this far. And the mm. game didn't even make any money. Like, the game that he's, like, the game that he is so upset about using his ideas has no money to steal and it didn't for, for him to get royalties ideas. from. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, and basically because of this, they're like, okay, no echidnas ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knuckles is the last one. That's it. Which, you know, Poor I think is fine. Yeah. I mean. T- <laughs> Knuckles and Tikal eh. survived the purge. Yeah. Poor Tikal, though. Mm. She hasn't really been seen that much since then. 
Well, like she's she... the main vocal point of a fucking game, so she doesn't need to come back. Yeah, but... But Metal Sonic comes back, but he's also way cooler. He's much cooler. He's extremely cooler. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, that that happened after the game was a huge flop. But before the game was a huge flop, it was just a twinkle in the eye of a Bioware uh, developer who was working with uh, a, a head of Sega of America who was really trying to pull that company out of the shitter because they were still trying to get used to not being in the hardware game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um it was 2008, though. Yeah. It had been, like, almost 10 years. Yeah, but they were still floundering around. I guess so. Like, you look at what they were They're doing at the time. They're still floundering around. They were not ready for anything. You're correct. Um, so, this is an RPG. It is a turn-based RPG in the Japanese style, uh, with dialogue choices kind of like a Western RPG that Bioware is known for, although they are mostly inconsequential. Um, it has, like, the open field areas where you run around like uh like a world map air quotes um, around open yeah like a world map on a like shittily drawn confusing areas where you can use your character's overworld abilities as you gather them because you have a party of sonic and his little fucking friends that people can't decide whether they like or hate i feel like <laughs> p there there is um if you're buying a Sonic RPG, then you're not the kind of person who complains about Sonic having too many friends. So I think it is yeah. perfectly justified for them to include the amount of people they have in this yeah, game. Yeah, there's some characters game. I'll complain about. Like, did you have to have Cream? She's like baby. Um, I like Sonic Advance 2, so I don't mind Cream being in there. But I don't necessarily want her. I would probably yeah. leave her out if given the opportunity. I would leave her out because she just seems like... She feels like more of a side character, like baby character. Yeah. Um, it's I would... This is getting into the thing we were talking about before on Mike, but I would put Blaze in there. Oh, that, I, would I don't totally think that would fix the game. Like, I don't think Cream being in this game is a major problem. Blaze is at least cool. Yeah. Um, it, big, I did not mind. Like, normally I'm like, ah, oh, big, ah, whatever. But mm, I think um, Big has always been good and cool. I like him a lot. Yeah, because... I liked him in this game because every time. So, so there's a side quest where you have to find. Uh, he's got a frog. His name is Froggy. Um, Froggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Froggy tells him. His friend Norton is missing, so you have to go find Norton, and you go all around everywhere, and there's just these frogs everywhere, and every time you go up to them, Big's like, Norton? No, it's not Norton, and he's, he talks to them like they're real people, like they're actually his friends. He's like, oh, Mr. Bigglesworth, you better run on home, you crazy guy, and it, it was just very endearing to me. <laughs> so, this game... This game is very bad. This game is very bad for a oh, yeah. lot of reasons. I mean, a lot of people like would say, oh, it's just mediocre, or it has some good parts, but I feel like fundamentally in a... Okay, so there's that. There's the Miyamoto quote that people love to say. A delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood for the DS. <laughs> and I think that what he meant when he said that is that the game isn't fucking done. And... There are lots of ways you can tell this. There was a supposedly a big giant dispute uh, with whoever was doing the music legally, mm-hmm. so they had to like hastily put together a bunch of MIDI remixes of other I, Sonic songs. I wish we knew more about that. Yeah, it's a shame that it's, we don't know. But it does sound like placeholder, but knowing the real story is like, fuck, wow, man. That's, that yeah, they had to do worse. it really fast. And yeah. I... They didn't have to use MIDI remixes. What no, if they, they just didn't. took the from, like, Sonic better. Rush was already out. You know, there were, there were like, other things yeah. they could have done there that I'm, I'm Probably just... Probably not with the amount of time they had, you know? 
they they could have pulled from other games if they're like, excuse me, Sega. Can, I mean, I guess no. Sega probably no, wouldn't have known. No, no, no. If no, you ask no. Sega for shit, you're not getting an answer. No. We just heard about a story where they left somebody on red for two years. You're correct. So. After they left them on red for like. 20 years when yeah. they were like can you give us any direction for this comic we're making no no absolutely not whatever um so the thing that i immediately noticed upon turning on this game after noticing how ugly it was which is its own thing because a lot of ds games from the time look pretty bad and i think it's because of a kind of trying to take a half measure in between going for a the the kind of sprite style of a gba era game mm -hmm. and maybe wanting to include some more hand-drawn elements or more 3d elements um and like not being able to have the power to do it because the the nintendo dual screen balling is absolutely like it's the double screen the double ballin'. screen balling um it's man to like quote Matt muscles yeah that console that handheld has some really great stuff going on yeah like uh in terms of being able to like get that touchscreen going and the, the the size of it, the feel of the buttons, and it was relatively cheap at the time and cheap to make games for, and so there were like a lot of positives, but it was not powerful. Like you see, like one year later, two years later, the PSP launches and like mm -hmm. it's like way closer. I mean, to it was what... pretty powerful when it came out for the yeah. time because it's like a handheld. You got 3D graphics on it. It wasn't the first one to do that, okay, but it but was like, the first popular one. But contempt for what was able to be done in a contemporary space, the DS was a weak hardware system. You have Nintendogs. Yes. There are 3D puppies on your Nintendo. Yes, that's the that's the point I'm trying to make. That was the reason you bought the DS, not because it was a yeah. uh, uh, like the, the true next generation hardware to bring around. Mm -hmm. Um. So, like, people are kind of in a weird place with how they want their games to look. Uh, even Sonic. Like, Sonic Rush kind of takes a weird half th half measure with 3D. Like, you see, like, the, the, the stuff that they were doing on the Saturn where they give them a really chunky head. And, yeah, uh, so you can see him better. Yeah, but they, uh, they, like, try different stuff with the body to, like, make... They want him to keep the modern slender design, but it has to be a little chunky so that you can see, make out what's going on on the tiny screen. Mm -hmm. And he's... It, it ends up like kind of looking like a halfway almost, and that that sort of thing is something you can see all over uh, Sonicles DS, where uh, every time a fucking robot comes out, you're like you're squinting to try and make it out like what's what's going on on the screen. Uh, they're ugly. They look like there's a long period of time during the Ken Penders uh, era of the Archie comics where they have these really huge heads. Sonic has really way longer spikes than usual, and his eyes are just very big. And the characters look like that on the screen, the 3D ones. Mm. For some reason, they don't look like their sprite art. It's it's really bizarre. Well, I mean, I think it was probably a 3D model first. Yeah. And, it's just um, very strange. Yeah, like... I'm looking, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, wow, this sure is ugly. And then I get into a single battle, and the, the sound effects. Oh, my God, the sound effects. For starters, in the tutorial battle, my character missed three times. And I'm like, what the hell is going in on In a here? tutorial battle, you shouldn't be presented with that kind of a... a um, I mean, at, at least in a Sonic feel, game. Maybe like, if you're playing oh. a fucking SMT game. But Yeah, that's different, though. That In this SMT game, it's all up to a degree of chance. SMT and Dragon Quest have a kind of built-in gambling that this is not. Like, this is not a 
traditional traditional JRPG. Mm -hmm. um, they kind of move for the a little bit of the action stuff that you can see in like a, a Mario and Luigi RPG or a Paper Mario style thing, where it's like when you attack. Uh, if you're doing a special move, there is a special command you can like mm -hmm. tap on the screen. There's a little quick time event. Um, but I was worried that I had missed one of those, like that you were supposed to tap on the enemy because this game is all touchscreen controls, which is something I should have brought up right from the beginning. Yeah. Touchscreen. That's why I don't like only, the DS Zelda baby. games. I don't like Phantom Hourglass and I don't like Spirit Tracks. I mean, they're fine. They're fine games, but personally, to me, I hate. I, I just don't like doing all touch controls. I like the touch controls to be like my menu and shit like that. I don't mm. want the actual game to be touch controls for the most part. So I'm like, okay, uh, my character's missing a lot. Whatever. The game is ugly. Okay, I can see that there are some problems here. And then the truly inexcusable thing for me, uh, my character defeats the robot B that is, the, or that is part of the tutorial thing. And it makes this fucking cartoon spring noise right out of the hand of Barbera's stock library. Uh, it is, like, so, so bad. Like, and, if you play you this game on screen. mute, you have no idea. Like, you can kind of, like, fill in the soundscape in your head. Maybe it's got some, like, bit-crushed voice clips from Sonic Adventure or whatever. No, of course it doesn't have any of that. It doesn't have any of that. The only Sonic sound effect it seems to have is the spin dash noise. Uh, and the jump noise. And the jump noise. Spin dash and jump. No voice clips. No other sound effects. Like I guess the ring. But like uh, most everything is just like a stock royalty free sound effect. A royalty free spring when something blows up. And a lot of them are not even sound effects that I would pick. They, they had like if they you're using fit. yeah if you're using stock sound effects. They, they, there's like a million of them. You there's can make so many that, really interesting out of stock sound effects. Yeah, and they just used ones that were just completely off. There, there's one for when you get in the tornado to go to a different area, <laughs> and it, it it just does this like. <laughs> like it's it's just like it's just this bizarre noise that does not fit when you could have like <laughs> yeah yeah um they could have like recorded a fan in the office or something like a box fan um like, after it, reading about the development here history i'm starting to think that maybe they couldn't have you know like it really seems like it was that bad in there like they didn't oh, have yeah. a box fan because they had ac because it was bioware and they were making money yeah well, uh, this 30-person team was really uh, really going through it when they were um, making this game. Mm -hmm. Seb, you want to tell me a little bit about what your uh, experience was like with this game? And we're going to jump in and out of each other's uh, talking yeah. a lot here. Because we have, we have plenty to say, and we're not worried about like getting f four people's impressions on here. So yeah. we, can, we, can, uh, we can go however we want with this. Um, so I played this on an emulator, um, like Nick, uh, yeah. but I, I did it on PC. He was playing on his Android. On my damn um, phone. You think you played a video game on your damn phone? Mm. Um, so I played that um, on D... D on uh, Desimume. Des Desimume. Um, the uh, DS emulator. Very good. Highly recommended if you're emulating on oh, PC. Oh, yeah, it works. Mm -hmm. Like, the emulator works fine got save states it's got cheat codes you can emulate action replay stuff and actually i added some action replay cheat codes into my game um but the game itself and i don't know we couldn't figure out if it's the emulation is at the wrong frame rate that it stutters and slows down 
Um, even... I looked up footage of this game and it was all like that, but I don't know if the people who were recording footage were also using an emulator. Yeah, because who, who's going to pay for this game? I thought about it and it was like 20 something dollars on eBay and I was like, no. $20 to pay for it to play in a, on a console where you don't have a speed up function to get through this game's interminably slow movement on the overworld. Or yeah. how even like if you are mashing attack, like uh, you're, all your characters are pressing attack. The battle could still take a minute and a half because the enemy has you do like a fucking little Elite Beat Agents quick time event to stop a move that is going to miss anyway. Yeah, I, it, it really sucks. It, it sucks a lot. So being on emulator, I was glad that I could um, add some cheat codes. I added cheat codes to gain experience faster and I added cheat codes to have max attack and max defense, which meant I could just one shot anything because on the computer doing the touchscreen uh, timed events is really difficult using the mouse. Um, and I'm not sure if it was just me being bad at it, but um, I, I think because you can just pick up your stylus and press anywhere on the screen, um, I think it would probably have been easier on the DS than on the emulator. You have to drag your mouse around. I tried to use my Cintiq, um, which is, you know, I have a stylus for my Cintiq, but it didn't like that. Um, I think that might, might have just been the program. Some programs don't like to, to have touchscreen. Um, so that, that might've been that issue, but it, it was just a really, it ran really strangely. Um, there was a lot of stuttering in the sound effects and especially at the end screens for battles. It seemed like it was going to crash every time you get an item after a battle. Yeah. And it froze on me once. Apparently Nick had like a lot more trouble with it. Um, but he, he forewarned me about the American version. So we were playing the, um, the European version and, um, so I, I just got it to freeze on the the POW move, which which is the touchscreen, like, quick time event move um, tutorial. And I think it might have just been mad at me because I was trying to, like, mash through it. And I was just, like, clicking and clicking and clicking. And it froze on me. But then the next time I tried to do it and I didn't click anything, it got me through. So, um, but when you play it, do use lots of save states because it could just work out on you. Um, yeah, so the rest of my experience... Um, emulator good um cheat codes good because i could not be asked to try to do the pow moves and the the um sorry i'm i'm like rambling so much i'm losing my train of thought um yeah it, it the the way the um char the characters level up and the way that the um enemies kind of get tougher they get tougher really fast and maybe that's because i couldn't use the pow moves but they like yeah i think you really i think that's really like a that might be an emulation problem where you're supposed to use these power moves however i agree with you that it, it still is too the first much time because you see the marauder that yeah. thing was tough and you're only sonic and amy and it's I got think, twice as much health as you i think that part of what makes this is this your first rpg of this style you you don't even play well i mean you played earthbound when we did that for the show i don't play a lot of them yeah but, like, that's kind of standard for an RPG is to, like, have... Because, yeah. like, your health is always going to be a lot I played a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, but that's, <laughs> but that's different. Not... Pokemon, so, the, the playing field is allegedly even for everyone, but it's not really. The, the thing is, though, um, when I say that, that they were tougher, it also makes you miss so fucking oh, much. Yeah. Even that when you're not doing the power moves. That is a design problem. One of the weird things about this game is when your attack stat gets higher, you're less likely to miss, which is really strange because... Why on earth would it be designed that way? 
It's like a, you know, actually, I, I answered my own question in my head. The reason it's designed that way is because that's how armor class works in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, you, uh, yeah. you make the check versus armor class at the very beginning, and that decides whether your attack even connects, and then you roll for damage afterwards. But um, in this game, it feels awful to attack an enemy, have the animation complete for mist to come up, and then your character falls on their ass. Yeah, it, it sucks. And I would do it when, when I was fighting that first Marauder. Mm-hmm. It would just keep missing and keep missing and keep missing every single fucking attack I did. And the way the game wants you to get around this is to use the pal moves. Which I couldn't do. Because they never miss as long as you finish the little mini game. Yeah. But let me tell you this, listeners. Doing the pal moves every time, even if you're perfect at it, you're playing this on the original hardware with the original intention, and for some reason it runs perfectly, which I don't even think it does on original hardware. Mm. Um those little tiny mini games fucking they suck ass like they i don't want to watch those every time you know yeah it's one thing to do a special move in an rpg and a little tiny cutscene plays every time like a lot of rpgs have that fucking dragon quest has that fucking pokemon has that mm-hmm. but dragon quest and pokemon also have the ability to turn off animations in the options because if you're say grinding like a freak or you just get tired of seeing the same, like, fire effect a million times because you're going to have that fire move happen in the game a million times. This game has slow 3D animations that will play out a not even thousand times while you play this game. Yeah. And it is not... They're not, like, that fun to watch. Like, some of them are pretty... It like, doesn't close up on them. The, the characters are so tiny on the screen mm-hmm. that you can hardly even see what they're doing half the time. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's really bad. Uh, so, and, and then speaking of mini games, when um, sometimes when you fight an enemy, it'll try to run away from you. And yeah. you have to do this little mini game where you jump over boxes and you go on the speed pads and everything. I wonder if that and, comes from the idea where it's like, oh, Sonic is fast. So what if when enemies tried to flee from him, he would, like, chase him down? You don't like, feel fast yeah. with that. And once you start getting more characters, like, when it's, like, one or two characters, it's fine. Yeah. But then once you have a full party, um, a full party is four characters, you have to, like, click each of them individually to jump over whatever box is next. And I don't think I would even be good at that with the stylus, let alone with my mouse. It was just, like, I was always accidentally letting people get away. Not that I really cared no, because I wasn't grinding because you, I was cheating. You're like, oh, great, a, a random encounter I don't have to deal with. That's yeah. wonderful. But even that can't be merciful, you know? Even that yeah. can't just be like, oh, fine, they ran away, whatever, who cares? You have to, that is a mini game. Mm-hmm. Like, Winning the fight is a minigame. If they attack you, that's a minigame. If they're running away, buddy, that's a minigame. Like, it's that this is the time for you to do like the same three uh, ways. There's the, you know, slight timing, uh, the sliding of a circle through like a, a, through, you know, a A bunch of dots. Yeah. Uh, There is uh, the timing of tapping the, the, the circle when the rings match up. And there is tap the circle a bunch of times before the, um, before the circle closes. Yeah. And, like, those are the main ways that they, they do it. I don't think there's any more. I didn't find any more, and I tried out a ton of the pal moves. Yeah, I can't so, think of any others. This game is no elite beat agents, I will tell you that much. It is no Osu. Uh, and even if it were, even if, like, that was the main focus of the game, where, like, we want to make our Sonic RPG game like a fucking rhythm game every time you enter a battle, uh, something At that least the Mario have some Luigi good RPG music. games do. Something that the... Um, uh, 
the Paper Mario games do is when they have a special animation, special quick time event, special little motion that you need to do to make a move complete, they'll give it little sound effects and musical cues so that if you even if you have trouble with the visual, you can match it up in a different way. Mm-hmm. This game has none of that, probably because all of the sound effects and all of the sound in general is like like falling apart at the seams. <laughs> it's awful. Um, at the end of a battle, it plays like this, like the confetti kids, mm-hmm. yay, noise. Mm-hmm. And it's really stupid. Like, a, like, a, like a... Yeah, when you kill something. Yeah. Oh, and then when, when something comes out of the box. Oh, that's another thing. Every single time you collect an item off the play field, it plays that stupid get mm-hmm. the thing out of the box thing i'm like just just give it to me just say you got a thing on my screen and let me go about my day without yes. having to put me through a whole nother screen mm-hmm. it's so annoying um so there's all that so in this game you also have um okay so you have green hill zone which doesn't look like green hill zone that no, much to me at all <laughs> there's um central city mystic uh mystic Ruins. ruin which doesn't look like mr ruin um, Blue Ridge Zone, which doesn't look like Blue Ridge Zone, um, and Metropolis, which I haven't gotten to, but I don't expect it to look Metropolis like Metropolis. Metropolis looks like Metropolis Zone from Sonic 2. Or at least the color palette's the same. Nothing else is like okay. that. Um, and then there's Angel Island, I think. Uh, you go to Metropolis, and like Metropolis Zone in Sonic 2, like you run through a loop, and uh, and there's just like a guy with spikes at the end of it that just like fucking owns you the second you go <laughs> come out the great. other side. That should be in this game. I don't know how you would do it. It would be like a random encounter that you enter. Yeah. And it's like when you go to attack him, you lose rings and that's it. And then he leaves. That's it. Like because yeah. the battle's done. He's not going to fight you afterwards. He was just there to be an asshole. Yeah, he's, and he's just gone. there to, to be spiky. Yeah. Um, yeah. None of them look like the the um, their namesakes. Um, and it's all, it's also weird to me where people are talking about like, I need to go to Green Hill Zone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just a, such a video gamey thing to say, but it, that's a nitpick. I don't mind um, that. That's yeah, kind I don't of mind like, it too I, much. I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a nitpick to me. It's a, uh, it is a feature of this world that places are yeah. called zones. I think that that could be fun and cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, I, I think that's, I think I'm being nitpicky more because they seemed to try to get away from it for a while like they're like you're mm-hmm. going to mystic ruin you're going to um station square you're, you're going to this place and none of them were called zones they dive right back into it with um with uh, sonic heroes actually they do yeah. the zones again which i actually really like yeah um, like how like, they do it in like... that game the sonic heroes can take i can take a leave but um yeah there's uh so there's a lot going on in this game yeah there's um, okay so i, I want to talk about the zones a little bit more tell me about those zones so the art, the mm-hmm. backgrounds, um, the way I was thinking about them, the way I saw them is they look like a knockoff humongous game. Is they're trying to be a little cartoony? Oh, they're yeah. trying to be cartoony, um, but they have I no if that's personality. Just a function to them. of the artists that they had on staff. It's like... I think so. I I think they were like, okay, we can't have somebody who's doing like mass effect art we have mm-hmm. to like hire on cartoonists but i mean it's not even like even if they wanted to have somebody who's doing the mass effect art the guy who can do the mass effect art is on the mass effect team making yeah. mass effect right now Ideally, at this time yeah. because that's what they were doing and the 30 people who were making sonic chronicles the dark brotherhood the mass effect team who's currently being worked to death is like boy we sure could use those 30 people making the shitty sonic game that sucks yeah. would any of you like to come over here and they're like oh sorry we're working on this right now yeah, no, it, it's just like really ugly. It it has oh, no character. Is. It's the it's worst. it's really really awful, and the the people are awful. So um, I also felt like um, and Nick pointed out that 
these are actually sprites probably from Sonic Battle. I thought that all the sprites, um, like the talking sprites of the characters, looked very, very Sonic X to me. And the way I can tell, like, okay, so Sonic X and Sonic Adventure, like the Adventure era art and the Sonic X art were kind of at happening at the same time. They had some overlap. But Sonic X has less of the cool ratitude to it. Like, there's still cool ratitude. But do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, Sonic's spikes aren't as long. He looks mm-hmm. a little bit younger, um, as, as much as you can tell how old Sonic is. He's this weird mutant blue hedgehog. Um, but they, they do have, like, a little bit of a different aesthetic to them. So they all look like Sonic X to me. But then the people, if you're going to make the people look like that, um, or the, the characters look like that, that from, like, Sonic Battle and Sonic X, why not just use the types of designs that Sonic X had for the humans as your humans. They, they, they look really bad and really out of place in this game mm. where they don't have, um, they've got like the BDI thing going on, most of them. I think this game could have, and maybe this would be like harder to do uh, from like an art design standpoint, but I think that it wouldn't be weird if Eggman was the only human. I guess I always like, wish no, that's on, how you it can't was. really do that because you then like, Gun is an organization that exists and is staffed entirely by humans. So I suppose it would be a little weird to have them exist and have everyone I... else be weird talking animals. Abolish gun. Get rid of the humans also. Abolish gun and that. the rest of I think of that humans. that would probably be a good idea. It makes Rouge's position a little weird. But honestly, why does she need to be in this game? She doesn't. No, Rouge can still be around. She can still be a treasure hunter. Yeah. And, and You don't like the spy angle as much? She can still be a spy. She can be like a spy for Eggman. Like that she doesn't have, fun. she th- doesn't have to be like part that. of Gun. I, you know, like I think that they're. Why does are... Gun fucking keep her around? She keeps stealing shit. Yeah, because you want somebody like that on your side. She keeps st- it's like she'll steal no, the master. I, I'm, I'm not actually defending I, this. I don't. No, even, I, I, don't I just, I just I think like about this. no. We're not arguing. I'm, I'm just. Why do they? Ke- I have never understood why they keep her around when she's like known to be a jewel thief. But they give you her very early on. So your oh, first yeah, she's four like characters are Sonic, the... Amy. Uh, Tails and Rouge. You actually meet her in person before Tails if you don't go to Tails' workshop first. Yeah. And she calls Sonic Big Blue, and that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, well, and she she's... flirts with him, and she's obviously much older than him. Um, Even though Rouge is a cat, it might surprise you to know that... Or Rouge is a bat, <laughs> but it might surprise you to know that she's based on Catwoman, basically, in every way. Yeah. No, it doesn't surprise anyone. Like, that character has existed for a long time, and she's actually probably based a little more on Fujiko Mine than she is on Catwoman. Probably. Especially with the low-cut outfit. But, mm-hmm. um... Uh... In case you have any doubt about the fact that bats are mammals, folks. But, um... Like, the... It's weird to have all these characters in the situations that they're in. Because this game's plot is incredibly stupid. But it means... It's a way to kind of get the characters to talk to each other. Which is what they actually wanted to write. And some of that stuff is actually pretty fun. Yeah, the characterization is fun. They actually go into, like, every character has a personality and their lines aren't interchangeable. Like, they might be in another game that's just like, oh, yeah, all right, let's go. Look at all those Eggman's robots. (laughs) Look at all those Eggman's robots. (laughs) Seth does an incredible Tales voice. I don't feel like I don't give him credit for this enough. Uh, I, I say to myself, um, sometimes like I, I constantly have a soundboard in my head of different sounds, and a lot of them are from Sonic games. And if I'm about to go do something, I, in my head, it'll go, let's blast through with Sonic speed. Okay. <laughs> okay all, all right. right. 
So, um, yeah, I really like the characterization. Like, I, I talked about Big earlier. Um, Amy seems to be pretending to have a boyfriend. Um, yes. I don't know that she you actually... You can get her to admit it in the late yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny. It's like a... I think that Amy is an under underutilized character in these I games, think. which, of course she is. She's the fucking pink character in a dress. They don't, of course, they're they not going to. They can play her wrong a lot. Yeah. Like, they can just make her an annoying little shithead yes. a lot of the time. But I think she that can she can be, be an annoying shithead and a good character. Yeah. I don't think that those two things have to exist separately. Yeah, they're not I think you could do them exclusive. together. Yeah. And one of the things I really liked about Sonic CD, and I can't remember if it was from the U.S. manual or what, is that they said that she loves to do tarot card readings and that she, like, pr- uh, predicted that she would meet Sonic and that's part of why she falls in love with him mm. is like this pre idea of predestination which I think oh, could be then, a really fun then she has a tarot card move in this game yes that's where that's that comes cut. from yeah, it that's comes from cut. an old Sonic CD thing that I, th- I thought was really cool like I, I think that there is a place for these characters to be different enough these funny cartoon animals that all just turn into different circles when they jump I feel like can be interesting enough you can you can do something with them mm-hmm. i think that this game gets to like halfway there yeah um i like that um when shadow shows up he's not just being an asshole to be an asshole he's being an asshole because he doesn't want you to know that he has a friend that he's worried about that he's looking for which is e1 uh 123 omega um who he and rouge and rouge actually expresses some concern about it as well because they were on team dark in sonic mm-hmm. heroes and amy also um talks about big like oh he's my friend he's so sweet i love him like they, they already have pre-existing relationships and and you can see that in the game and that's, i feel like that is i'm a not positive, gonna say it's redeeming but it, yeah it's a positive I feel like that's a positive as well as a negative in this game because one of the things that i think is really rough about this game's writing is that it is super fucking tangled up in the canon of sonic it is like yeah it is like a in a mess right like one of the things one of the advantages that i think sonic has had over the years is that it is it, Sonic has found itself so easy to scrap everything and move forward. Like, mm-hmm. look, you know who Sonic is. You know who Tails is. You know who Doctor oh, Eggman, Eggman is. Again. Is it? He's, he's here. What's up? He's here. Eggman. He's here. He's, he's here. here. Sonic's he here. Tails is here. Yep. Knuckles is here. Eggman's here. You do you need us to explain more than that because we won't. And then 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 move forward. Because what's important in these Sonic games, for the most part, is the gameplay, and they cock that up sometimes too. Yeah. Um, but but the thing is, I I like the canon, or I I I like it when they have a period of canon, and and then they can reset it, and that's fine with me. And you know, like comic books, they they do that all the time. Um, like the Adventure Era had its own canon, like from Adventure One to. Heroes. Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog, had, yeah. Or even up up to Sonic Chronicles, because they talk about it all the time. Um, that the adventure era had its own canon. Um, if the, another era has its own canon, that's cool with me. But I like the carry through and seeing that they have these relationships and getting deep cuts on the lore and stuff like that, which they do a lot, you know, in this game. Which it was surprising to me. Like, what's what sucks about this game? Colors, I, generations, forces, all. Actually, I think Unleash too. So Unleash Colors Generations forces all carry through each other mm-hmm. with or have elements. Where they that recognize do. like it's weird to me that Sonic Generations is like canon. Yeah. Um because they're like, Oh it's like, hey, it's it's me from the other classic dimension. There is a term that King of Fighters uses that oh, yeah? I think that every game should adopt, which is that every couple of years, King of Fighters will do a quote unquote dream match, which is like mm-hmm. this game. Some characters are alive, some characters are dead. Some characters are past versions. It doesn't matter. This is this one's for fun. Yeah. This one's not you don't worry about the fucking canon. 
it's fine. And uh, that's why, you know, oh, Geese is dead, but he Geese can be in this one. Like, like that's... Yeah, that's what Sonic I feel like, does, yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, games could stand to have a dream match every now and then where they stop getting so worried about what happened last time. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I like it both ways, really, but I, I do like it when they have, like, a canon for a certain amount of time, and then if they reset it, I'm excited for the new canon. Mm-hmm. Um, not that they normally always really do that very well um with sonic or do it at all but because uh, th- they'll just be like oh now we're in but arabia parts of this game even if you read the provided in-game codex a bioware staple <laughs> um are going to be confusing as shit unless you have played sonic adventure sonic adventure mm-hmm. 2 sonic heroes shadow the hedgehog and sonic cd yep like all of these all of this fucking shit is incomprehensible uh, yeah. and like, you know, they're, they're like you just... Blue Ridge Zone. I'm like, has any any child in 2008 played a Sonic game with Blue Ridge Zone in it? Besides this one, uh, what which is, one was that? What, where is Blue Ridge Zone from? I think that I, I think that's the second game. I think that's Sonic Two. Blue Ridge I... is not in Sonic Two. Where where is it from? Blue Ridge Blue is Ridge might one be one of, one of those fucking the fucking Game Gear games. Blue Ridge Zone is it? Oh, Sonic. This is getting cut out of the episode, by the way. Sorry. No, 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 no totally. Is it only in Sonic Chronicles? What? Only Sonic Chronicles, baby. It sounded like it was... It, like, it sounds like a game from... Like, like, it came from another game. Like, that's a... That's a name that they, they would they name They couldn't have zone. called it Ice Cap? They couldn't have called it... I'm thinking about Ice Cap Zone. Mm. I think Sonic I'm, 3. Yeah, I think I'm thinking about Ice Cap Zone. Um, because that's what it looks like. Um, that's really strange. Why they, they're like, here's green hill zone. Here's, here's blue Ridge zone. That's really strange. Uh, and then, and then they got angel Island and all that, but okay. Okay. So, um, it's a anyway. remix of diamond dust zone from 3d blast playing there. So I wonder if that has something a little bit to do with that diamond dust zone. Is it another seemed like they zone. used a few 3d blast songs. Um, but okay. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe they took a lot of inspiration from 3D Blast because it was another, like, isometric thing that sucked. Yeah. That was very slow. The perspective is the same there. Yeah. But, um, I have fun with 3D Blast. Me too. Even though it's not More than this. that great. Um, so, oh, I want to go back to art for a second because I noticed something that, that's yeah, just tell me about the it. most extremely basic thing ever. And, and you might not even ever notice it if you're not paying attention. Um, so okay so everybody's got their own like sprites and everything when they're talking and they all have like this gross like pixelation around them like you cut it out of another image and oh, yeah. get around it but there's On ds's tiny screen who would ever notice such a thing lots of people but lots of people uh, yeah <laughs> um and i feel really bad for ragging on bioware about this because apparently they hadn't worked with the ds before they were all um very used, used to working to much they're stronger systems yeah they're, they're used to working on the cutting edge like since they started and and they hadn't worked with the sonic property before and you know all the legal issues came up with with the music and sega is just awful to work with no matter what no matter who you are and like when like all, it's one of the universal truths of the world sega of japan will be a bitch to you <laughs> yeah sega of america wants to help you but sega mm-hmm. of japan is their daddy and they won't let them mm-hmm. um so that that's We're I powerless think powerless to help you, but not to punish you. <laughs> that's Sega of Japan. Yep. 
Um, I think that was everything I, I had to say. Oh, no, the cutscenes. The cutscenes are these gross, like, Newgrounds-looking thing that that are trying to be, like, comic cutscenes. It was actually really hilarious um, where there's there's a point you find Knuckles, you come out of a, a room, and they're all like, wait, where'd Angel Island go? And it, it cuts to, like, this these, like, panels that kind of oh, slide yes, through each other. But it's for, around. like, literally three seconds and then it just goes away. And it's just really jarring. So there, there's, like, three or four different art styles going on in this game, and it's ridiculous. And um, they had a whole animated cutscene done, like, in that style for the um, for the intro to the game, which got cut, and I'm not really sure why. Um it was more interesting to look at than what they actually had, but it was also extremely amateurish, and maybe that's why they didn't do it. Because even at the time, in 2008, you you would have looked at that and gone like, "Did this guy come from Newgrounds? Is it like who did I think this?" It was just something in the water at the time. It it might have been, but it I I don't know that it really would have been something you would expect to come out of Bioware or. Sega America, because uh, when did Sonic Riders come out? Around the same time. Sonic Riders had an yeah. animated intro, and that was actually really cool. I really like the Sonic Riders intro. Um, but I think that just comes back down to this game not getting the kind of support it needed. Like, yeah. budget-wise, or time-wise, or anything. Like, especially when, like, Bioware's in a rough situation here. Because mm-hmm. the EA buyout is looming. And when the deal goes through... EA is, like, even Bioware, the company, will not be able to help Bioware, the company, develop Sonic yeah. Chronicles. That's why Ken years. Penders actually ended up suing EA instead of just Bioware. Yes. Um, and, uh, as which EA was like, lol, before, no. Particularly in our, um, our City Skylines episode, I think we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. EA talk- just has a graveyard no, of studios. Is no, that it wasn't. It? it wasn't City Skylines. It was another one we did. It was the Sims. It was the, your Sims episode. Well, that was the one we talked okay. about. Okay, it, w- it would make sense to be talking about on City Skylines because yeah. Sim City, yeah. Maxis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. um, I, I played a lot of this game, mm-hmm. Seb. I played too much of this game. Yeah. How far I did you get? Was committed to get every party member in the game before we sat down to record this today. And this game has two optional party members and a bunch of extra recruitable ones. So you got your you got your Sonic, Amy, Tails, Rouge. Then you get Knuckles later on, which is the story focus of the first like two chapters of the game, which mm-hmm. feels silly even calling them chapters because nothing fucking happens in them. Um, it's like go around collect shit. Maybe the shit will help us find Knuckles. And they go around you... <laughs> collect shit. Maybe the shit will help us find Eggman. They give you cool art, which is another art style that actually looks pretty good. Mm. Um, the, the, like the chapter title, title cards and actually the, the cover for the game actually looks pretty good for the art. And so each chapter you go to, it's like, here, there's Knuckles and he's looming over everything and he looks really mysterious. Like, this is some big thing that's going to happen and you just, like, find him in a room and he's like, oh, he's I beat like, up yeah, this He's just like, yeah, I already broke out of jail. I didn't need your help. And it's yeah. like, thanks, Knuckles. Or then the next chapter, um, it, it it's like, oh, we're fighting the Marauders and then Shadow is just, like, in the middle. I'm like, oh, no, is he working for the Marauders? He's no, he's looking for E1. No, that like, would be interesting. Yeah. It would be interesting if he was working for the Marauders. I almost thought he reasons. was, but that was too. That, that would have been too clever. It would have been too interesting. Yeah, he'd be like, an interesting I'm development trying to find my past. Yes, so the villains of this game, the Marauders, mm-hmm. are uh, talked about at the very beginning and kind of not given any development until you literally meet their leader 
uh, a, a few hours into the game. Nope, yeah. Shade's not the leader. It's a different different guy. Oh, okay. Who's a I guess that, that's why Shade uh, Shade is a playable character. Yeah, Shade's a playable character um, later on. So um, the leader who is like uh, your stereotypical evil wizard looking guy who is mm. the uh, chief of the Nocturnus tribe, so, which is the Marauders. The Marauders long ago tried to steal the Triforce and got banished to the Twilight Realm and became the Twilight <laughs> uh, and came yeah, back whatever. and are trying to Some, steal the Triforce like, again. Some, I mean the Chaos Emeralds. Something like that. Yeah. But, so it doesn't matter. The point is their, their story sucks. Their design is terrible. I was talking to Emily about this and she wasn't quite on board with me, but I personally think that the hallmark of a good RPG, specifically a good JRPG, which this takes after, is good enemy visual design. Mm. If those little fucks that you got to fight a million different versions of look good and are like fun to see around on the overworld i feel like that makes a big difference i think that in the actual promo art they look pretty cool but then if you look at them in the game they, they're just like they're a mess you can't ants. tell what's going on at all they look like ants it's like purple black and white yeah uh, and they just like i like they do look like design. ants Seb, they look <laughs> like little ants <laughs> everything on the screen looks like a little ant sonic yeah. has never done bug people and probably for good reason but i feel like uh, charmy b nick you're forgetting charmy b these aren't bugs uh but uh okay. no no um so the marauders look awful they uh they've got like you know we were exiled so now we're coming back to take over mm. the world that's their motivation uh they they've got some stuff going on in the story but you like you're like oh we have to stop them for most of this game like the first three chapters of the game are we have to stop the marauders and it's like we don't know anything about them yet like, Knuckles knows a little bit about them, but we don't even meet him until, like, two and a half yeah. chapters in. He doesn't even know they're echidnas. Yeah. It's like, oh, these guys wearing creepy masks. Well, they sure do suck. I'm going to beat them up. And, like, oh, they captured me, but they didn't kill me because, for some reason, and it's like, oh, it's because they were, they're, like, echidna supremacists, and they didn't <laughs> want to kill you because you're, you're, they don't want to be race traitors. Yeah. But, like marsupial supremacists yeah so like you, you're looking at these these guys and you're like oh god you like you don't get excited when more of them show up especially when you find out they have the ability to be phased which means that all attacks will miss them for a turn or whatever and this is especially annoying because you can't tell that they're phased before you start attacking it's only when the attack animation completes that's that, fucking why yeah god that's so, and the, and the first one you fight does that. It's, I'm it's like sure. random chance. He doesn't have to do it. He doesn't. It's just okay. So, so another thing about he has I, a chance to activate phased mode. Wow. Okay. So I didn't realize this about the enemies. Can they also have three actions per turn? It depends on their speed. Okay. So I feel like the Marauders might do that. But so when you're fighting an enemy, you have three actions per turn, which is pretty generous for a JRPG. Normally yeah. you have like one action when per turn. It, the amount of actions per turn action. you have is dependent on the characters you're using. Sonic always gets three actions a turn. Yeah. Um, slower characters. Tails gets two. Shadow gets three. You know, bigger characters okay. like a big and Omega only get one per turn. That sort of thing. That's how they work it out. Okay. I thought that was pretty generous at first. Because um, if you just press attack, he attacks three times. Um, or you could do like an item and attack or an item, a power and attack. Um, and the whole time the music's going do, 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 They have like one MIDI note going on, like one channel of like, And then when you win the battle, it goes bang, like fucking clown spring noise. And like, so on top of what Seb's saying, all your attacks are missing. And then, you know, you got to do a stupid fucking mini game when your attack hits. Yeah. Uh, 
And then when you win, it does the fucking uh, blown out cartoon spring sound effect. And then uh, that's the kids. Yeah, and then the little kids uh, come in. And then when the when the overworld loads back in, then like the fucking twinkly annoying midi comes back in, and your character slowly walks wherever the touch screen goes. Uh, even if they're Sonic, like Sonic's max run speed in this game is slow as shit. Even if you were fast, it would suck going around that field because there's so many turns and you get stopped like every five feet. And the perspective is really bad. Oh, yeah. Like, and the, it's one thing okay. to do isometric Sonic. They've done isometric Sonic before. We were talking about 3D Blast a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's an example, not necessarily a good one or a favorable one, but they have done it before. So, like, you're, that's your perspective the whole time. And... There, this game is truly the death of a thousand cuts of a video yeah. game. Because no one aspect, except for the MIDI music, maybe, is too bad. Yeah. The art is bad, but it's not like I my eyes are being clawed out. The gameplay is bad, but it's not like I can't move with how terrible this yeah. controls. The uh, art is bad. Uh, the music sounds bad. The sound effects are ridiculous. The gameplay is slow and clunky. And every and the writing doesn't go anywhere for like six hours yeah. if you're playing the game normally. And then they tease a sequel, which never happened because yeah. the game sucks, and also Ken Penders, but mostly because the game sucks. Yeah. Um. But, but okay. So another extremely basic amateurish thing when you do um hand drawn backgrounds and you do especially isometric play fields Except with hand drawn backgrounds. Tutorial on what to do when you make your uh, own RPG. Yeah. So RPG when, maker on sale now. Yeah. When you have characters standing on top of these backgrounds they're going to inevitably stand on top of something they shouldn't be standing on top of because it's a flat hand-drawn background which is why you cut out pieces of the background and put them in the foreground so it looks like the character is behind that thing otherwise you don't know what you're supposed to be standing on what's supposed to be in front of you where you can go where you can't go this game Elevation doesn't do it very it's very confusing it's in, in everything is one flat background in this game and there's a guy in like central central city who's like in front of the roof of the building he's standing under it's a that's a weird that's an extremely basic thing when you're making a 2d game and this isn't something that was impossible on the ds this is something that was used on the ds the hardware limitations of the ds make it so that nobody can stand in front of anything without clipping through it (sighs) don't you know what it's like to develop for a handheld in 2005 i know what what it's like to develop for a handheld like in 1999 because i've tried hi i tried unity and tried making pixel shit i've made drawing stuff i've made not game world, i've stuff. made worlds for Furcadia, which came out <laughs> in fucking like 1995 right mm. pixel art you hear that sake of america snap this one up yeah um, snap up fucking Furcadia. i was talking about you i was saying oh, they should me? hire you oh, no i don't want to work for sega <laughs> they suck. They do. Um, and yeah, so you're you're in all you're in for all kinds of things. This game is the death of a thousand cuts. Like I was saying, no one thing was truly upsetting me. For example, uh, the most egregious thing to me is the mu- the, mi- the mu- horrible the mi- music, music and sound, sound effects, effects that was I, really hurting that me. That I can't stop talking about. Yeah. However, I played on mute later on, and me those too. things kind of melted away. It allowed me to focus on the other aspect of the game that annoyed the hell out of me. So, like enemies choosing to phase in the middle of an attack in battle. Yeah. Or like um, the uh, motion-sickening design of the uh, levels where perspective is turned into an M.C. Escher-esque nightmare yeah. of where do I go on this screen? And then 
Um, we are introduced to the other echidnas, and one of them joins your party. Original the character. That's Shade. And she is... Do not steal. I like that she looks... like She looks markedly different mm-hmm. from a character just drawn in the Sega house style of Sonic character. Like, oh, she's an echidna, but she's got really, really tiny eyes. And, like, that's that's part of the thing. Like, she's got I big head, tiny when... eyes. I think it's a good design, and I like it. Um... Uh, but yeah, the Sonic comics used to do that all the time. Character-wise, she's got like nothing Just to bring to the, the table. Yeah, no. Yeah, I do like her design, but I mean, she's just like there. Um, but how how much more do you have to say about the actual game? The actual game, plenty. Yeah. Why? Okay, no, keep going, because I have stuff to say about what this game spawned. Besides Ken Penders, this this is not about the lawsuit. This I think is we, not we... about Sega. This is not about Ken Penders. This is not about Bioware. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say, I, if, it, if it has anything to do with Echidna tribes or anything like no. that, I'm cutting you off. No, it, it has your nothing mic, like this is the to Glenn do Beck with anybody who has been involved in the Sonic franchise before. Okay. So um, this game is just a mess to play. It's, it's a mess to play because of all the things that go wrong with it over time. Like, uh, I was really getting annoyed playing this game because it could have been good. And where I look to for inspiration there is the Mario and Luigi RPGs. I think that one of the major sins this game commits, and Seb might disagree with me here, is the tone. I think that the uh, Sonic Adventure or Shadow the Hedgehog or Sonic 06 style tone for a game where the world-ending threat is a very serious problem that we have to take extremely seriously doesn't quite work for the funny cartoon animals i will agree with you um i i agree with you but in my heart i am an edgy child all right uh i think that there are you know there are ways you could have gone with this and i i think that even taking it seriously could have done been done right but it's clear they don't have the chops for that uh and for you know to say that Bioware are hack writers might be in vogue now, and I think that the people are justified to say that, but in, you know, the 2000s, that was fucking sacrilege. Those people gave us Knights of the Old Republic, don't you understand? Mm-hmm. And you can tell those people gave us Knights of the Old Republic, because when E-123 Omega shows up, he's just doing the HK-47 bit from KOTOR. He's calling humans meatbags and talking about how foolish they are and, and all of that. Like... That's not really what he was like. Not that I care about the canon of E-123 Omega. It's just one of those things that shows through, like, oh, they're they're falling back on some old stuff here. Uh, and, um, like, when you look at the Mario & Luigi RPG, it's, it is by no means, like, a perfect game. But the tone of it is that, like, they're working on it. Like, Mario & Luigi don't ever fucking talk. So how yeah. do we communicate the story where our two main characters don't talk? Well, they do uh, fake made-up Italian every time they look at each other. They go, It's like implied <laughs> whatever they say. Other other characters will say, oh, you think we should do this? What? And it's like, Mama. yeah. yeah. It's like, that's fucking fine. Like, and like, they can do that with characters that can't even talk and like have a good time and make you laugh. And it's like a big cartoon. Like the cartoon animal that you're playing as, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic is a cartoon animal who does funny things. He jumps on a spring and it goes boing. Like, you can do so much with that. You can have so much fun with that. And with uh, his enemy being uh, a guy who likes to build giant yeah. robots. Like, 
there is and like i'm not saying that you have to like just copy one of the 2d genesis games or whatever at, for your plot no you can go somewhere with it but i really feel like if you allow yourself to have fun with it and you know let people enjoy themselves and laugh like i think that you could get more out of it yeah. like what if what if part of the fun for Sonic Tails and Knuckles is that their team moves like deform their bodies a little bit, like a little squash and stretch kind of stuff. Like, uh, let's I mean, that's, say that's just a basic animation thing. You don't even have to be cartoony to be that. Yeah. What if, um, what if like Knuckles dribbles Sonic like a basketball, and then dunks him on the enemy or something? That's like funny. That? I like that. Yeah. There I... are a lot of things that you could do with these characters that could be fun and funny and enjoyable. And it would still be but cool. But it's all so dour and yeah. on model. And you have this idea that, like, you know absolutely everything that could happen in this possibility space. There will be nothing, nothing at all that could possibly surprise you about this game. And then the spring sound effect, sound effect happens again. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> just, just fucking end yeah, it it's now. Like, yeah, it's, it's trying to be so, so cool and edgy. And then it's like... Yay! Boing. Yeah, um, I don't necessarily think that um, something that's fun and goofy and cool should preclude anything that's serious and edgy. Um, but this is not the way to do it. Mm. Like, like, uh, so um, Steven Universe, fun, cute, colorful, mm-hmm. deals with a lot of topics. I don't, I don't think um, Sonic should take on that particular tone. I think but that I'm, Sonic should be able to wear sunglasses in this game. He should be wear be able to wear sunglasses whenever he wants to. Um, but... I think cut down on the amount of playable characters. Let's trim it from like like we have eight in this game right now or ten. <laughs> we have ten. Yeah. So cut it down from ten to I'm gonna say five, and we're gonna give them uh, changeable outfits. Yeah. So a classic. I'm, I want classic Amy. I want Knuckles's hat. I want Sonic in a Hawaiian shirt. I think this is doable, folks. I, w- I want him in his, like, the stupid outfit that the ow- owl gets put in. Yes. Like, Those Sonic's are Sonic's favorite clothes. Favorite clothes. <laughs> his favorite clothes. His um, favorite clothes, Sonic. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think he should be able to look like a hobo carrying around a trash bag. And that's the way you pick up rings is you have to have the trash bag equipped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Disco Elysium reference for you. Conceptualization. Um, fail what game is that from (laughs) um so uh yeah i i I definitely agree with you um more like more playing with them in a fun way definitely because that's what sonic is he's fun characters around they do little tiny bits of it you can see little itty bitty things within the dialogue Mm -hmm. where uh you know like um eggman's like Oh, I have so many ways in and out of Metropolis Zone that even I don't know them all. And it's like, <laughs> fuck you, asshole. Like, uh, yeah, the, uh, Tail- the, the dialogue for Eggman's very good. Tails is like, oh, that's that's really helpful for us. Thanks. Tails <laughs> is trying to be polite to this guy who's been trying to kill him for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, As an eight-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's it's that's funny. Like they can mm-hmm. do tiny little jokes. Uh, Eggman, of course, steals the show once he comes on because he is allowed to emote and be funny mm-hmm. in a way that a lot of other characters are not. Uh, Knuckles is criminally serious in this game. It is is brutal. I I know that people complain a lot about Knuckles being turned into a big oaf later on, yeah. especially like he. he became... I mean, even if he's not stupid, he could still be funny. Yeah, like, he could still be funny and a little bit gullible. He could still be a little bit oafish. He doesn't have to be Sonic Boom Knuckles, mm-hmm. um, who has his moments of actually being quite smart for for some just for funnies. Yeah. But... I think that a good thing to do would be to like focus on. 
something that I think should be brought up all the time about Knuckles is that he is he lives outside. He does not like he like he sits in front of a big rock. Yeah, exactly. You know, all the like time. Knuckles, like Sonic might be homeless, but he's a vagabond. He's always moving. Knuckles is homeless, but he lives sleeps in the same spot every night. Mm-hmm. Like that, it, I feel like he's a squatter. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there is there are you know things about these characters that could be brought up maybe in a fun way or a funny way or like things to have about them. Like sure, Knuckles believes he's the last of his kind, but like. How well did he know all those guys anyway? Doesn't sure does he doesn't seem that yeah, broken up about yeah, it. Yeah, some somebody had to have come before him for him to be alive. Yeah. He's gotta know a little bit more. Um I think that uh you know, beyond me trying to punch up the gameplay, which is like its own thing, that needs like a hundred page design document to fix what went wrong. And I don't think this game was doomed from the concept stage. I definitely no, think I think they saw Mario and Luigi, you know, I don't even think they saw that. I don't, don't I don't think, think they, they were that? going for that. No, I, I, I think f- that... I feel like maybe Sega saw it and they were like, we need to do what Mario's doing and do an RPG. In maybe that... Bioware didn't play it, but I, I feel like it makes sense that they saw that and was like, let's yeah, do an Sonic. RPG spin-off could work for us. Maybe that's what they were thinking. But like I think they should have stolen more from that for sure. Like yeah. overworld interactions, like the way the battles work, like yeah, so much talking, of that stuff um... is fun and could be fun, and this game is just like just too many things I don't combined know, did this to make get it... on mic when we were talking about uh, i don't think this has gone on mic uh, nick asked me earlier um if i made a sonic rpg and he also explained yeah. how he would make a sonic rpg what would you do um and i thought about it for a while and i thought i would do live action RP- rpg like um instead an of turn based yeah like, an R- a, R- like yeah like no real time is what i'm trying to real time real time rpg um and he was like no i think you could still do turn-based um and we talked about you know in in the mario luigi rpg or in paper mario where you have a turn you pick your attack and then you have a little like button press thing going on that's actually cool and you do a cool move and you know it's not the same as the pow moves which are just lame um but uh, you could do that they didn't do that (laughs) They just made it really stupid, and they 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 did the um, the rookie move when you're making your first game for the DS. Which Absolutely, is being Going like for we, we got to do all all touch controls. We, rookie we, we, mistake. Rookie mistake. Same with the Wii. Same. Um, not so much with the Wii U, but they did have you know their gamepad, and some some people tried to use that a little bit more than others. But um, Seth, before we go on for too long, I would like to I would like to ask. One, what your story was that you were teasing earlier about what what this the consequences oh. of this game, so, and then I want to ask you after that, where would you place this in the ranking of our hazardous materials episodes, in the most the to least toxic? Um. Okay. So first of all, what came out of this game was a lot of people saying, "I like Sonic, but this sucks, and I want it to be better," which. I actually really like that when that happens with any piece of media. And um, there, there was um, an Alan Moore interview going around recently where he said, don't just read good books, read terrible books. Hazmats Be- is valuable because if you never read, watch, or consume anything bad, you won't appreciate the good things when you have them. Yes, which is why I fight with Cam <laughs> over, uh, I, I think we have different paradigms about that. Um, but, uh, so there's a lot of people going in here, especially with the music, 
and they go in with the music and they try to remix the music and some people do some like genuinely good remixes and there is somebody trying to do a sonic chronicles reimagined and he's redoing all the art and he's redoing all the assets and he's got somebody really good doing the music Wow. And um, I'll play some for you after, Nick. Um, wow, I but, did not know about this. Yeah. Um, Sonic ha- is the it's only franchise down, I can the, think the guy of that has a fan game like epi- expo every year. Yeah. And uh, part of that is because of Sega of America's lack of involvement in the whole thing. It's if the things you like, I mean, maybe not specifically that, but when the things you like do something awful, try to make it better. You know, like show them. Um, maybe, maybe Sega's not going to... I mean, of course, Sega's not going to see it except to maybe, like, issue a takedown notice. But they they can see that you want it to be, to be better, and maybe you have some ideas that can help them. Like, I mean, that, that happened with Tyson Hess, mm-hmm. you know? Um, people, you know, trying to make the... There was such an outcry about the Sonic movie with how ugly he was um, at first um, that they brought somebody on who knew how to make it better because he was a fan. I am going to go a step further than Seb here. If you are reading or cons- or watching, playing, consuming something bad, I would say don't just try to make it better. Use that as fuel to make your own thing that is good on its own. And that's own. that's what Alan Moore and, really meant and not there. Not tied which to is, whatever you're yeah, doing. But I was I was trying to relate it spe- specifically to Sonic, mm-hmm. um, which is the, the fan base is so dedicated that when they see something well, I mean, bad, you they look say at something like free Freedom real estate. Planet, and whether you like it or hate it. Those people took their love of this other game series and tried, decided to turn it into something different. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me when it, um, I rarely talk about this anymore. But when I was like into Detroit, um, become human was everybody saw David Cage's shitty racist robot game. Possible future episode of Hazmats. No. Won't rule it out. No. No. Good. No. All right. <laughs> I, I won't do that. It's to being you guys. ruled out, folks. It's we're happy out. to see that. Don't, we're not going to do it. <laughs> Um, you love to see it. <laughs> but pe- people saw that and they were like, hmm, there's too much race allegory in here. There's not enough um, inspection of the robots themselves. There's uh, there, there's way more you could do with this. And they did it themselves. And that has such still has such a vibrant fan community and, and vibrant what a fanfic community. What a beautiful moral. Okay. I think that there are pieces in here. I think mostly in the concept stage there are pieces in here. I think that once Penn actually got starting... Once code actually started getting written the game is doomed like somewhere in there yeah um i would like to hear the music because um yeah whatever a the good soundtrack was i would love to know a good soundtrack can get me through uh, terrible mechanics as long mm, as like i'm Sonic bopping 3D blast yeah as long as i'm bopping um it can carry a game a long way not all the way but a long way what was the other thing you asked me the other thing i asked you is where does this rank on our official Hazardous materials toxicity ranking, which is something that we thought about talking about at the end of our Dune 1984 episode. What are all of our hazmats? Um, I have the list in front of me right now. All right. I'm about to hand it to you. So, uh, so here we are, April 2022. This is hazmats number 12. It feels like we did more of these. Sonicals. Sonicals. So. Matt McMuscles calls it Sonic Chronic, which I think is very funny. So here's the list. Uh, uh, ignore the future ideas thing uh, down at the bottom. I wrote that like year, uh, over two years ago. Yeah, we already did a bunch two, of stuff on Two that. out of four of those. Oh, no, we haven't done that. Ruby's getting an anime, like an actual anime, and it looks better. Like, I don't know about the story, but the I, fit, like visually it looks better. Um, okay. Uh, toxicity. 
Yes, toxicity ranking. What first off, personally for you, what is the worst hazardous materials we've done? I'm gonna say Kyle XY because I was not enriched. Like I wasn't Whoa, even boy, that one. I wasn't even mad enough about anything in particular in that. It just like it was such a waste it of time. It was rough to sit through. Like there was nothing in it. Like at least Monkey Bone had some cool like stop motion stuff in it. Like that. Monkey Bone like, had a funny bit with Bob Odenkirk in it. Yeah, yeah, there was that. Um, I. So most toxic Kyle XY, on a scale of ty- Kyle XY to I'm going to guess the best one was probably Dune. Best, my favorite one was Dune because that was the most fun. Yeah, Dune, um, Dune least toxic, Kyle XY most toxic. Where is Sonicals on this list? I'm gonna say. We'll do Dune. Uh-huh. Uh, Deus Ex, because I played that whole thing. Invisible War was not that bad. It wasn't that bad. I actually just uh, listened to that recently, that that episode, and we didn't actually hate on it that much. No, we were just like, we it's not as good as the like, first one. They just missed the mark. It was, it was fucking Icarus. It flew too close to the sun. Like, yeah, it, that's it, all like, it did. That, that's I can't hate sin. it for ambition. Yeah. You know, like, it, sir, not all the ideas were. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, what we talked about was I, th- I think where it went wrong was trying to uh, make itself for consoles rather than PC. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to say Sonic is 3 because even though it sucks no so way, bad. No way, that high? No, it sucks so bad, but it gives me hope. All right. You, it, it, you it, and I feel very differently about this. Um, maybe I didn't have as much fun with it, but I think because Sonic has a soft spot for me and the fandom and... I see people doing good things with this. Remarkably positive review from Seb here. Um, I complained a lot in this pot in this episode, mm-hmm. but there's there maybe maybe I there. should yeah maybe I should rate it more on how it is rather than what other people are doing with it. Um, but there's some stuff on there that didn't have any redeeming qualities at all for me, like Kyle XY and. So for me, I think the worst hazardous materials, most toxic for me, is. It's probably oh god, uh, you know I think it's Ready Player One. Ready Player yeah. One is the most toxic for me that's because of what my, it represents. That that's probably my second one because Kyle XY enriched me not at all, like uh-huh. not even like, for fuel to be angry at, mm-hmm. like, um. Ready Player One gave me too much to be angry at. Mm. And to this day, every time I see Iron Giant in any other context than the movie the Iron Giant, um, uh, I, I tell myself he's not a gun. He is not a gun. Ready Player One is, is the, was our first hazardous materials. And to me, it is the worst because of what it represents, which is the boiling down of culture into a reference. Something mm. is not a movie. It's an intellectual property, which means it is... It's a toy. It's a game. It's a uh, Funko Pop that will be bleeped. I watched um, the I watched the first twenty minutes of the um, normally. I'm I'm not a your movie sucks watcher uh-huh. generally, but the the like two and a half hour part one of his uh, Lion King quote unquote live action uh-huh. uh, video is out, and I watched the first twenty minutes of that, and he goes hard on the the they didn't make this to be a piece of art they made this for nostalgia and the clips he plays of people who were just watching it that are like Rafiki I remember Rafiki that shit sells Ready Player One sells because people are like well, I remember you turn it your, if you turn the people who are watching your sh- or playing or listening to your shit into like cult members based around a brand which is the uh, you know the American way right now uh, and has been since Reagan my brand but um but like 
the idea of the watering down of everything, everything in culture, like, like fucking King Kong is in there. King Kong was a movie made to be a movie, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it had an idea, like, you know, not everything about King Kong is perfect, but like, like I mean, Iron I, Giant was a movie made to be a movie. About, yeah. Iron like, Giant was not just a movie made to be a movie. It wasn't just that. Of course, it was meant to make money, but it was made by Brad Bird with a bunch of animators who left mm-hmm. Disney because they were annoyed. And it is how it moves in a way that is gorgeous and it is a tribute to comic books of the 50s, which you can see in the way they use Superman in that movie. And I think that that is And at the same time so being cool. a, a thing about the Cold War. Right. You've got a lot going on there. Um, but to a, like, greedy... I'm just very like, fixed on the Iron Giant being in that movie. Money-hungry like, corporation like Warner Brothers. Uh, the Iron Giant is a reference to be dug up out of their fucking grave and put on the screen there and i'm not specifically mad about iron giant mm-hmm. i'm not specifically mad about that movie's shitty ass fucking mecha godzilla design i am mad that it is boiled down the idea of art into that yeah it's it's really a shame it really is and um so and I, that's most toxic we're gonna for have me. to do ready player two when it comes out most that's most toxic for me. Least toxic for me is Dune nineteen eighty four because that's straight up good. Like I, I like uh, most parts of it. I think, as a whole, even I like it better than Dune twenty twenty one. There's there's so much. It's like confusing and fast paced and like kind of like crazy. Yeah. And the style's all over the place, but I love it. Like I had a great time watching. I it. had a great time with it. Um, but Very as satisfying I as I ending. mentioned on that podcast, I think. Um, Gonna be real disappointed My, if uh, in when Tune comes out next year. Yeah. Uh, but you know, um, Frank Herbert's Tune. Um, <laughs> but uh, maybe Dune Tune. Um, no, that that just sounds like I'm saying downtown in a Tone. Scottish accent. Tune. Um. Anyway, I'm gonna be disappointed if they don't feed Harkin into the worm in that in that sequel. Uh, that would be. But true. um. To me, Sonicals is. Close to the bottom. It is one mm. of the... Because the act yeah, of playing this game... The act of playing this game is... It's painful. It's, I, I don't blame you. It doesn't fucking work. Like, I complained a lot about uh, Bioshock Infinite. And that is close to the bottom for me also because of... It's got bad game design and bad politics. Uh, like, this game, you know, it doesn't really have politics in it. Like, uh, not, not at the forefront anyway. But um, to me, this is like... This is like second or or third worst. Yeah, like I, I think my, my worst like, is Kyle XY, and then HBO Watchmen. I, any piece of Watchmen media that isn't the original Watchmen, I, I get angry at because everybody misses the mark. HBO Nobody Watchmen is like a, a mess. I think that might be the angriest. I listeners, if you haven't listened to that HBO <laughs> Watchmen episode, if you want to hear me like with steam shooting out of my ears, that's the one to go to. Yeah. Um, but. I I will try to work on a way to make this sequence a little shorter in the future, but I do like the idea of ranking the toxicity of hazmat segments. Mm. But will our hazmat materials be next month? Who knows? Uh, we are open to suggestions, so if you would like to uh, submit an idea for hazmats, you could send it to please don't listen to this. Uh, please don't listen. Please don't cast please, at gmail.com. Please don't please, that cast. That is please don't cast at gmail.com. And you could also send it to us on our Twitter at twitter.com slash please don't cast or our Patreon where you could give us money to support us doing the show, which we really appreciate. Uh, and that is patreon.com slash please don't cast. Next week, 
we will finally be doing the episode we talked about where we watch the British game show Taskmaster. Now, it is on YouTube right now, hosted by the company that owns it. So if you are interested in so watching it, it go for it as well. It is very uh, – it's like – giving people really silly things to do to embarrass themselves. And when you lose, you have to give away your home possessions. Um, so it's like, it's not practical jokers, but it's no. in the same vein. As... No, it's not. Okay. Um, but we will be talking about that more next week. We hope you've enjoyed this uh, Nick and Seb classic here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the future, uh, I don't, I think that um, having a hazmat that not everyone has to be on for is something that we might have to pull out more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. It, it works. Yeah. I had a really fun time. Play, yeah. uh, I, well, I didn't have a fun time playing this, but I have a fun time talking about it with you, Seth. <laughs> so uh, I hope you enjoyed this. We'll see you next time, everyone. And thanks for watching. <laughs> Let's blast through with Sonic Speed. Okay. All right.